I definitely wasn't financially ready for a, for a kid. But I thought, what, like, it can't be that hard to get a decent enough job to rear a child. Right, you're willing to... Yeah, exactly. This is the thing, I was willing. But I don't know if it was a mixture of her not believing me plus her not being willing or what. But she was just like, no, I am going to get rid of it. I, made, I wrote a song about it. It's on, the, um, it's on my album, actually. So we have another episode of the work brunch and um, we've got one of my, uh, definitely my favourite Instagrammer, <laughs> Mikhail Payne. Yeah. Is it Michael Payne? Or it's Michael. It Michael. is. It is Michael. I'm saying but I, let, I let people get away with saying Mikhail when I like them mm, once. Okay. <laughs> I let them get away with once. But right. no, it's Michael. It is Michael. Yeah. It means ill, Ill, on, Ill on the microphone. Yeah. Mike, Mike uh, Kill. Yeah. 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 Um, Thank you for being there, bruv. No, no, not at all. Um, we're basically, uh, we're going to eat. I mean, yeah. We're amusing too. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, 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 I asked you kind of what dishes would, you know, uh, influence you and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> you were very specific. I literally think you said meat and rice. I did. I said jollof rice and assorted meats. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Tell me something. Assorted meats. Yeah, that's what the, that's what Nigerians call it. Just um, chicken, beef, lamb, whatever. At the same time, or mm -hmm. separately, or just oh, okay. All at the is same time. Is that what a gussie is? No, a gussie is a soup. Okay. Yeah, a gussie is a soup. So, do you mind if I open the window? Yeah, of course not. So I'm just really, really. You know when you just got out of the shower? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Press and that button in. The that one down no, there. No, 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 he got out of Okay, cool, perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. That's lovely. So the, uh, the, 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 you know, I looked at this jollof rice here. Mm -hmm. Ghanaians and Nigerians got beef. Yes, they do. I, uh, I said, let me go and have a look and see if I can, you know, get some ideas and that. Mm. Basically, every recipe is different. Yeah. And there's just a year's worth of arguing. Yeah. About what it is and what it ain't. Yeah. Um, and I get the feeling it's a type of what you have grown up eating is your version. It's one of those type of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. My version of jollof rice is, um, the, 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 I think the recipe is identical, to be honest. I think well, there's, you can kind of interpret it and add stuff, but the basic, the basics of the recipe are pretty much the same. Okay. What are um, the basics? I think it's, well, it's, uh, obviously rice. Yeah. <laughs> um, with a uh, with a uh, with you know there's t uh, tomato in there right. onions um red pepper yeah you can put uh, peppers in there um and like just like you know stock seasoning and stuff i think right. uh, i've do you know what i've i've this is all based off what i saw my mum how i saw my mum making it right you know um is it something you make no i don't cook okay i eat i don't cook all right mm. that's a good way to live mm. um I saw one recipe with curry powder in there. I was wondering how common that is. Uh, probably quite uncommon. Okay. But I think it would, yeah, it, it would taste quite nice, I reckon. Mmm. I got a little curry powder in it. Basically, and we're not, this, we're not having jollof rice. Because I was like, I'm, it's one of those things like, you know, Jamie Oliver's going to cook rice and peas. It's, yeah. I didn't want to be that person. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone into, and, and I think even Jamie Oliver would in, would add his own little thing to this it as well. This is what I'm saying. Jamie, a, Jamie Oliver can put it down. So basically, I'm calling it red rice. Okay. Because one thing it did come out is red. Mm -hmm. um, spicy and all that. And then we've got chicken wings. Because I know it's on your Instagram. You are a man that likes to eat chicken. Yeah. I see that. The fried chicken. Which is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah, so we're basically gonna have some red rice and some fried chicken. Amazing. Nice. Yeah. Um, Perfect for Sunday. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. It's a totally Sunday dish. And mm. as well, like, it's so funny how, you know, I mean, we're, we're, I'm Caribbean, I'm Jamaican. Um, so essentially it is the same, it's the same culture. No, 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 I'm not, it's not the same culture. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, it's there are, the same origins. Yeah, yeah. And there are, there are nuances in it. This that, is uh, great. And I think they are based on, you know, loads of historical factors. Right. Um, but I think that the, again, the basis of African uh, culture and Caribbean culture yes. is very similar. It's very rooted in, uh, you know, conversation, yes, entertainment, yes, dancing, music, yeah, food, right, just um, generally color. Yeah, Turn mm -hmm. color up. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, with I, I, I always, I always thought when growing up. Mm. And this was probably down to my dad. My dad was, he's a very academic man. Mm. He was he was a teacher in Nigeria. That's where he's... Which, he's I feel like I hear that a lot from Nigerians. Yeah. Education. Education, exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to go on to. It's, mm. it's like key. Mm. It's key. Um, so it used to get hammered into me uh, as a child. Mm. And um, I used to see West Indians as so much more liberal mm. when it came to education than yeah. Africans. Yeah. Um... And I, I, that, for me, was the main difference between being a West yeah. African and being a West Indian. Right. Because um, I don't really know too much about East African culture, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, but, you know, Nigerians, Ghanaians, mm. um, even people, I've met a few people from Cameroon. Right. Um, and, yeah, their, their parents have always drummed into them the importance of, of education, which isn't right. to say West Indians don't do that. Right. But West Indians were just so much... They were cooler. Right, they, right. When I was growing up, West Africans didn't get a look in yeah, on coolness. Yeah. It's not how it's right now. It's it's West African. Absolutely that is the, the, on the forefront of of influence. Absolutely. Well, do you know what? Do you know what? I beg to differ. Okay. You know why? Mm. Only because of this massive, massive appropriation of dancehall that's going on. That's a point. You, that's a point. Uh, we haven't exactly. <laughs> we haven't had the pop world, like you know, the mainstream music world taking Afrobeats as mm. much as we have. But then even Afrobeats has still got massive elements it of dancehall it in it. It's very much like South African house music exactly. and dancehall. I, I mean, that could just be the fact that it's, it, you know, it's, if you're appropriating something, you might not be considering the nuances and the slight differences. Like mm. one thing is just one thing. Yeah. It's a, quite a similar drum pattern, tempo. Yeah. I guess that's that too. Yeah, exactly. And it, it happens a lot with music. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it happens necessarily with, uh, only to, to black music. Right. Uh, it happens to, to music across the board. People will just mm -hmm. classify something as the thing that it sounds closest to. That's true. Um, or you'll get these slightly misleading genre titles like post-punk. And I'm like, that sounds like punk, though. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. post-punk? How or future garage? How do we know what yeah, it sounds yeah. like if it's future? We ain't heard it yet. What is future garage? Future house? Future yeah, anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just always baffles me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always found out that was someone trolling when they coined yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's but that's some journalist shit. So it's it's you know you know if like you get uh, from a publisher or something and, mm. and you get those like this is what they're looking for and mm. there's these terms in it that you're like I don't know what the fuck this. Yeah. Means. I'm just going to make like, a song. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to write something. Yeah, take, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's eat, yo. Yes. Food is the stuff of life. Mm -hmm. um, 
Let's do it. You're more than welcome to help dish out and all that. Awesome. recently went on a date with a girl and this is quite a weird story I recently went on a date with a girl and um it was a year to the day that I went on the date with her since I'd met her uh, I'd walked her home from my friend's birthday party mm. um like I said a year ago and we'd been kind of talking about each other to our mutual friends um a, a few times but one of my friends said to me I'm not going to mention her name. I'm not going to. I'm not going to put it on her like that. But one of one of my friends said that she'd been asking about me like loads over the last couple of weeks, and that she's split up with her boyfriend. So I was like, "All right, cool. Like, link us up in it. Give mm-hmm. yeah, give her my number and whatnot." We got each other's numbers and, and we went on a date. Um, and then about two weeks later, we were meant to link up again, but it was her birthday week and stuff. So I kind of left her to it and that. But then we were kind of talking on 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 like WhatsApp and that, communicating about when we were next going to meet up and just you know general chit chat. Um, but then one one thing I noticed, which I wasn't bitter about at all, was that you know sometimes it would take a, like a day or two to reply mm. to 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 a message. But like I said, that in itself didn't um, perturb me or anything. But in context, it, it's it's relevant to to sort of how the story plays out. And um, so, like I said, we we were talking about meeting up and that. And before this happened, just so th- just in 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 this kind of um, d- during this time, Trump became the president elect. Mm. So a day after, I'm just you know pre on the ground, just looking around on Instagram. I come across her. Uh, uh, she's she's posted. what's her race? Because I don't know. If she's that's... white. Sorry, okay. she's white. Yes, sorry. That was that's very important. I should have said that. She's she's white. Um, and she posted this meme on Instagram, and it said, "If 2016 was a person," and the image was of an old black woman with like a wig. It looked like a mugshot. So a mutual friend of ours, a black guy, commented that, and he went. This would have been more apt if that was a white guy doing coke. So me, being the kind of diplomatic person I am, when I hope what she means by this mm. is that, because the, the, the woman in the photo looked like she was kind of going like, what the fuck? So I, I was like, I hope what she means is 2016 is asking what the fuck is being done in its name. You understand? And it just so happens this is the image. That's yeah. Like, These times I'm thinking that must be a reach. I don't know what I'm saying here, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Why am I even, why am I even trying to save yeah, this yeah. beanie? You understand what I'm saying to you? So I, she looks nice. <laughs> so then, so then she writes some superficial, like self-righteous bullshit as a reply to me and, uh, our mutual friend I mean, going, uh, uh, it uh, won uh, about race, uh, it won uh, about colour. Uh, has anybody asked her what she meant so far? No, no, but we, we so he's, he's assumed, because by his comment, you can tell he, he, um, he's presumed her meaning by going, this would be more apt if it was a white guy. Mm. And then you can tell that I know what is being, uh, construed from this by going, I hope what she means is, you get me? Because heaven help her if she means what I think she means what, is. But what did you think she means? Basically, it looked like what she meant was, how, like, think, think about it. If 2016 was a person, 
Look at all the bullshit that's gone on in 2016. Yeah. And then you've got a black woman there. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Do you know what my, the, my first feeling was? It's been an oppressive year. But then you'd think of... what well, I think about it. Think about it, yeah? And that's if people talk about a year... That's fucked up. Because, do you know how fucked that happens? Sorry to cut you, but... So my association with oppression is a black woman. No, but then, <laughs> no, but then the thing is, I can see your point. Because black women... Are, are the, it, it, you know, in history, black women have been the most oppressed. Let's be perfectly honest, right? So I know what you're saying, but this is the thing. She didn't say if, if, if um, I don't know, if 2016 had a victim, then you could put that photo there. She said if 2016 was a person. So, so fucked that, up. It's a so fucked up year. Pe- people, exactly, exactly. People talk about the people talk about the year as being the as being bad, innit? They right. blame it on the year. Right. So her image of fucked up is this is what that looks like. Yeah, this is the blameworthy personification of 2016. I understand, but I feel like that's that's kind of a reach because it's a massive reach. It's a huge reach. It's the it's it's the <laughs> antithesis of what the fuck she probably should have put. I'm not, you know what I mean. Let's yeah. be perfectly honest. Like the the most demonic man this year has yeah. been Donald Trump. Yeah. He's the antithesis. Yeah biologically, racially, everything mm-hmm. to this image that was in the, on this meme. So I've taken mad offence to this, right? Mm. But I've remained, like I said, diplomatic. Right. And you still need answers before you can really get into This is it. the yeah. thing. I don't want to be angry black man. I genuinely don't want to be angry black man. Mm-hmm. So what pissed me off mm. was the fact that, like I said to you, she, she's, take, she's been awfully slow at replying to certain messages when we're chatting. I'm quite bad at it myself. That's why it didn't piss me off on its own, mm. right? But then as soon as me and her, our, our mutual friend start talking about the Instagram thing, bang, reply comes straight away, <laughs> defending herself. Guy, no, I ain't about colour. We've all been, uh, what is it? We've, we've all been fucked over, blah, blah, blah. Basically just talking all this shit. But then my reply to that on Instagram was, yeah, but you don't really, you don't really get that from that photo alone. So then our mutual friend just went ditto. So now she's under pressure. So I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. I've got a, a WhatsApp from a, from like 8.30 in the morning. So you can tell she woke up and it was still on her mind. You know what it was? So she's hollered and she's gone. She's replied to my original message because I asked her how her birthday week was. So two days later now, she's replied going, birthday week was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to... Get that out of the way. <laughs> then boom, bam. What do you reckon she said next? What have you been up to recently apart from trolling me on Instagram? Wow. It was when she said trolling. I went, I lost my shit. Right. And I just, I skanged out on her. And I just went, look, you are, you are fucking ignorant. That was an ill-conceived post. And I can't believe that I'm actually talking to someone that I went on yeah, a date with about this still, type of shit. I still don't, has anybody asked her what she meant? Or is, was she not, was she, everything she was saying was this all around Every, houses, Everything she was saying was beating around the bush, okay. yeah. So she was, basically, she was so trying she to say... she doesn't know what she meant or she's not willing to... Yeah, like, I think she doesn't even know what she meant. That was mm. definitely a repost. Hey, she didn't make the memes. Mm, mm, mm. Well, that's good because, like, you can't date somebody who makes memes. Mm. <laughs> she, she... She... I don't, she just saw it and thought, I don't know. I don't know. I don't... I, I, I'm, I'm willing to believe that she's so ignorant that she saw it and didn't even see any offence in it, right. didn't see the link, and just thought, it's got a black woman in it, it's cool, mm. I'm going to post it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe she got the wrong end of the stick with the caption, and maybe she did mean what you said about, maybe maybe she thought that 
2016 had been oppressed. Or it's it, 2016 is treating us like how the world treats a black woman. Yeah. But that seems but, like... But that's, that's a reach. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's a reach. Because like I said, when we talk about 2016, we're going to talk about it as the worst year in living memory. You understand? So when you, when you put a black woman face to that the worst year in living memory like i saying things man you get yeah. me she was doing too much there she was doing way too much so me and so, i don't speak anymore yeah <laughs> that was gonna be my next yeah. question me and i that don't speak that. anymore and it's a, it's a shame because um she was really cool on on when we went on the date mad safe and she was really cool the first time i met her i wouldn't have walked her home if she wasn't you know, but then again, I guess if you're dating somebody from I don't know, not, I wouldn't say just another, but maybe perhaps just from another race, there's going to be an element of you having to uh, break down your, you know, cultural experiences. Yeah, true, true. But at the same time, is it worth it? Is the question? Yeah, I can understand having to explain to someone that you know, I have to keep my hair greased or yeah. <laughs> I have to cream my skin or it gets ashy, yeah. visibly ashy. Because yeah. all, you know, white skin yeah. gets ashy as well, but you just can't see it as well. These are yeah. Of, of, yeah, yeah. But what's the difference with what she did? The difference with what she did is that's just downright offensive. Okay. And it's downright ill-conceived. It's, it's, it's ignorant to a supreme degree. It's ignorant to a degree where I'm not willing, I can't kind of look at you in the same way anymore. It's ignorant to that degree. Saying to me, but don't you think as a, as a as a white woman she's got and, and especially for you, for you she's gonna have like she's gonna have to be a lot in how she maneuvers like you know we have the freedom to be ignorant towards ourselves even towards other races like we get that passed to a certain extent and and I understandably why when if the world when the world's equal then we can have to have equal measures of fuckery things we say and do but. To a certain extent, it's like she's. Am I asking if it's tough to be a white woman out here? I think it. I think it is. I think it's tough to be anyone yes. if you have good intentions. Yes. you understand. A white man like David Rodigan, for instance. Mm. By there are going to be naysayers even about someone like David Rodigan. Mm. You know. Um, yeah, but he's he's, he's talented and, and we accept. He is, yeah, and he res he respects the culture. Exactly. This is the thing about Rodigan. There are some people that make parodies mm. or you know spoof things, you know, mm. and they don't get the, some some of them get way a lot. They might not necessarily get a lot of respect. But they get a lot of limelight, mm. you know, mm -hmm. um, and. But then some people at face value who don't know about what David Rodigan's done and, you know, the types of people that have respected him, actual forefathers and pioneers and legends, they're going to look at him as the same as they would look at someone else. Westwood. That's a, that's a name that does get thrown up in these types of debates a lot, yeah? Yo, let's get, let's, let's, let's get back to the thing. Um, I really like talking to you. Likewise. Mm. Um, we've eaten, we've nourished, so let me ask you, what else fuels you? Uh, is it one thing or can I pick a few? You can pick anything. Um, music is definitely a cliche one, but it is 100% one of the main ones. Um, I listen to music at every given opportunity. Um, and I'm not necessarily a, a new music searcher all the time. Sometimes I've got my playlist that I've had for years and yeah. I just play that. And, you know, showering today, I was listening to, um, excuse me, I, I remember Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer came on. 
Yes. But um, Shabba Ranks um, uh, by ASAP Ferg and ASAP Rocky came on. Um, you know, uh, what else did I listen to? Uh, oh, um, Springsteen's um, Born in the USA. Mm. Like, I, I just, I love music. Right. If I, if, I, if I take to a song, I will probably love it for my whole life and I, I won't get bored of it. How is it fueling you? It, it really has an effect. Well, I, I, run, I, I run and cycle quite a lot and I always listen to uh, music while I'm doing both. And it, and it genuinely, genuinely spurs me on. Right. If I feel like I'm hitting the wall, as, as runners say, yeah. uh, particular tunes will get me through it. Yeah. They will genuinely get me through it. Um, you know, you that that tempo becomes natural. Yeah. You know, and drum and bass, for instance, yeah. if I, your heart your heart rate's probably matching that. You know them ones. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I'll use the senses because I because I run in my because I live in the borough that I grew up in. Mm. The problem with running is that you're going to bump into loads of people and you feel rude if you don't stop. So I usually go gym and just use the treadmill, do like five six k on the treadmill, and I'll check my heart rate. And um, yeah, it it does get up to some quite alarming beats per minute. Do you know what I mean? Um, but is yeah, that, is that the same for cut for situations where you want to feel calm? Like, do you put? On yes, definitely, mm. most definitely. A lot of the time, though, and you know, by no means all the time, but a lot of the time, I I, I just sit in silence to to feel calm. Yes. Um, or listen to like traffic. I'm I'm a proper city kid at heart, and I don't like deathly silence. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just like I like quiet mm. rather than silence I think silence there's something about silence that's a little bit it just kind of detaches you from everything you know right um, I think we, we get louder when there's when there's silence mm. our own thoughts yeah our feelings mm. can turn up kind of high so I do appreciate quiet um, more than I do um, complete and utter silence mm. um, what else fuels me food Mm. Food is a definite one. Um, I'm, I'm a big food lover. I uh, one of my main, how do I put it? One of my main tricks when it came to sort of Instagram and the use of it was um, like promoting certain like restaurants so much that I ended up like getting free food there. Yes. Or, and I love that. You know, that is for me. That is better than in some instances money because all I really actually spend money on is food yeah. so if I can get the food free I've cut out a massive expenditure in my life you know that's, that's, that's what my uh, uh, um, what's the thing um, that's what my debit accounts look like mm. it's food <laughs> absolutely food and, and drink bars yeah. and, and restaurants yeah absolutely um, you know no, be, be, being nourished is, is mm. very very important to me right um, keeping fit uh, is but yeah, I, I eat, I, I worry about eating first and then staying fit after okay. rather than eating because I've worked out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'll eat and then I think, okay, cool. If I eat too much, then you know what I mean? Like, or if I drink too much beer, then I'll get a bit of a gut. So I, I run a lot to, to... To balance it out. Yeah, exactly. Just for I, balance. I, I find I've got like, I feel like my sort of uh, spiritually, I, I work out. Yeah. Mentally. Emotionally, I work out. Physically, it's not a thing. But I'm thinking, like, if I had that too, there'd be the whole new version of me. Mm. You know, working out is such a modern thing, though. 
Are humans even yeah, meant to but, work out? Yeah, but that's because I think that's because we're physically because we, we hunt and gather less, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't hunt and gather. We 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 we, well, we sit at desks we, and we Google it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Food. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, I suppose yeah, that's the balance. Then you know, modern society yeah had to kind of work out to keep the body functional and 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 active. But yeah, I remember. You know, obviously I don't remember it, but there were days when it was just professional people imagine a day when there were no gyms yeah and trainers were for running yeah my, so my friend said something funny to me the other day and he was like when you really think about it who was the first person to go for a jog and what did, what, what did they look like what were people thinking when they saw that happening why just running to say fit, just along the road, just along the yeah, street. When yeah. everyone used to just walk down the street, no one ran down the street. At well, one point. and you're, you're saying somebody who's not running for some for, for to, to yeah, get somewhere just in time. running for fitness. The first person that did that. Someone who had a lot on their mind. <laughs> crazy. It's a crazy. I need, I need to. I need to. I need to. I like to go for a walk. If I'm yeah, so do I. And also, if I'm listening to, if I've just you know, you just recorded something. I would need to put some headphones on and go oh, out and man. listen to it. The amount of times I've got <laughs> home and then walk to yes. like Dalston, Stamford Hill. I, I go, oh, I'll walk around the block. The block becomes the borough. Yeah. You get me? The amount of times that's you happened. Know, I think sometimes my neighbours must be like, does she actually live somewhere? Or just this girl who just walk, keeps quite passing my house three times. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm just passing again. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. No, um, also... I reckon, I reckon they're actually fr- good, good friendships as well, you know, and, and yes. good, good conversation, more, yes. more, more so than friendship, because I think friendship is, is a term that we use quite loosely, mm. um, it, like these days, but you can have good conversation with anyone. And yeah, if you're willing to, yeah, if you're open enough. And w- one can really kind of brighten my day and yeah. inspire me and to... I find with my friendships, they are, they are the, the, the highest standard of an un- unconditional love that mm. I have. I really don't feel like I give even necessarily family or rom- romantic partnerships that same kind of un- unconditioned, you be you. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I really have have thought about how much, like, my homies can, if I'm with you, you can, you can get away with shit. I'm not, like, trying to to fit you into any kind of box. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's just what you do. Yeah, for real. Do you know what I mean? It's like, true. you're my homie, you're always late, you're just late. If yeah. You're, if I'm dating you, we need to address this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it comes down to like, you know, <laughs> we've got to be at a certain place at a certain time and we miss the thing, then please kind of... You know. But, with <laughs> but yeah, friends, with a brethren... i just... She's late again. That's the one thing, I think, about my um, personality that my friends accommodate for my lateness. Really? Yeah. My, uh, yeah, I was even late for this. There's always something, but a lot of the time it's just because I will say, for instance, I check a, a, a a time to get to somewhere is an hour door to door. Mm. I won't, allow and then for you like checking like on TFL like yeah if I've never to... been there before yeah yeah you know what I mean I used to just give everything an hour yeah do you know what I mean yeah it's London <laughs> <laughs> but um now I'll, I'll you know I'll check how long it takes to get somewhere and I'll and I'll do it to the minute I'll mm. I'll, I'll, I'll plan to do it to mm. the minute mm-hmm. you know um but then things naturally will come up like for instance I will shower mm. 
just before I have to leave. Mm. I won't get up in the morning and then shower and then go for a meeting in the afternoon. Do you mm. know what I mean? I will get up in the afternoon, have a shower and then go to the meeting. I fucked it from then. Do you know what I mean? Because anything can happen. Sod's law, innit? Um, so that's why I'm, I'm, you know, usually late for things. But yeah, my brethren's they're just like, cool, I'm waiting inside or yeah, never kick up stink, you know? Yeah. I manage an artist though and uh, yes. she's always late. But I'm always on time when it comes to her. Do you know what I mean? But I've got to set an, ex- uh, an example. But I give so her a hard time t- when she's late. Timekeeping is a choice. Is that what you're saying? I, th- I think so. Because you could choose to be on time when you're managing, when you're being a manager. Absolutely. And I usually am. But I think it's because I'm setting an example. I'm not setting an example to my friends. Fair play. My friends are my friends, innit? Fair play. You get me? Yeah. Like, you know, if we're going to see a film... Um, we're getting in when the film, we're, we've missed all the trailers. We don't even know what's coming out for the next few months. You know, <laughs> we, we've just got to watch that film. Uh, and and I don't know. I've I've kept a few people waiting, and I always feel bad, but I just can't. Uh, I, when it when it comes to like a purely social thing, yeah, I can't help it. Some people like to be fashionably late. Like, that's like a that's a that's a real thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's, no, I hate it. Like I feel under pre- hour later than everybody else. No, I feel under pressure when I'm late for mm. well for for a, for a meeting, for instance, or. Mm for a for an event if there's a time that I was meant to be there then I'll, I'll feel a bit under pressure if there's a for, for an event I'd like to get there when they have that the, 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 the free drinks hour oh, you know it you know it I try to go to events where it's just a thing for the yeah. whole thing you know a free bar that's all I want to see you know what I'm saying I don't okay, want to see any time next to free bar I don't want to miss the bar. canopies either <laughs> the canopies I don't want to miss that <laughs> it's true I save myself sometimes for uh, for events. If I know there's going to be food there or something, mm. I definitely save myself. You know, when they come out with a pass around the burgers and that. This is what I'm saying. Like, what, tell me, what fuels you as a? Would you cons? Would you consider yourself a rapper, an artist, a writer? Or? A writer, ah. definitely. Yeah. Why writing more than any others? Because I write. I write things. Mm. I, I just. I, I just wrote a documentary. Mm. I, I write uh, sketches with a very good friend of mine. Um, yes, I, I write raps, but I also co-write R&B songs with Alana Verde, the one of the artists that I manage. I I write spoken word. Mm. I write um, just you know normal poetry. Um, I write press releases. I write bios. Mm. I, I love it. Writing fuels me. Mm. Um, so I, that's why I'm a writer. Definitely you, not a rapper. Do you remember the first? How can I say this? I don't know if it's the first thing you wrote, but the first thing you wrote that gave you a sense of something's happening here. It was deaf in primary school. We all entered, well, not all of us, but a few of us entered this uh, writing poetry writing competition, mm-hmm. and the prize was you'd have your poem published in a uh, in a in a poetry book mm-hmm. that was going to get uh, distributed in the states, mm-hmm. and I won it. And, and that's when I thought, well, I can win stuff writing. Right. I'd never seen it as that kind of thing. I just, I used to write a lot creatively. If we had homework and that, I always, I, I loved writing short stories. Mm. I loved reading short stories. Um, even when it came to like writing essays that were meant to be quite mm. serious, there'd always be a bit of humor in there. Right. Um, and I think writing, between writing this poem and winning uh, this competition to meeting my secondary school teacher, Miss Barclay. No one had ever really encouraged it a lot. People liked it and enjoyed it, you know, like got good marks and stuff for, for essays and, 
Um, but no one ever really commented on right. so the it's, creatives. It's, it's the acknowledgement. Mm. Oh, I can, I, I can do this well. Absolutely. I remember being on the, on, on the, on the top of the bus in secondary school and, um, uh, you know, the, everyone was spitting. It was just straight rap mm. at that point. And it was just, it was the guys, it was, it was the boys that were rapping. Yeah. And I remember my, my, my friend was like, she can rap, she can rap, you know, like pulling my hand up with shit, yeah, like, yeah. you know? And then now everybody's looking at me. Yeah. So like, what am I gonna do? So I, I, I spat a little rap, and that literally everyone was like, "Woo!" What? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, the fact that I'm, that I'm a woman, and it was a good rap. Mm. Um, and same, you know, same thing that you're saying. It was like, for one, I really like this feeling. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's true, man. I like how impressed people yeah. are with me mm. um, and, 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 and as well just the, the, the acknowledgement that um, you know I guess it, 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 was, it was real nice to have a title it was real nice to be a rapper yeah I think there is there is definitely a level and I, I say this to people and always in the nicest way possible because I apply it to myself as well there is definitely a level of of narcissism involved mm. in performance mm. there definitely is mm. but it's for me, it's the most beautiful that because you're. It's a talent. It's a. It's, it's, what, a, it's a yeah. gift you have. Yeah. That I'm you, stepping into some shoes. Here. Yeah, and you are genuinely making those people wouldn't be applauding you mm. if your verse hadn't made them feel some type of way. Right. You're making that part of the world a, genuinely making it a better place yeah. at that one moment in yeah. time. You know why shouldn't you want to feel some sort of? You, it's a trade-off, really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you make them feel good when you spit like sick bars and, and, and impress them because in, in, being impressed is a good feeling yes. right and you get it back it's reciprocated when they're like that was amazing because then you're like that's pride you feel a genuine sense of pride mm. and um, yeah I, I think I think there's basically the point I'm trying to illustrate is I, I think there is nothing wrong with 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 uh, people should be unabashedly like yeah. I smacked that yeah, yeah, you know yeah. they loved it because we, we all need some cardio in us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I agree. I, I really think it's um, yeah. I really it, it, it definitely that just acknowledgement of of just like you're saying, not just other people recognize it, but also so important for me to recognize in myself. Yeah. Like that can be the hardest thing, just being like I'm good at this shit. People mm. have these amazing talents, and then and. You know, if they haven't shared it enough to get that back, yeah. for them to be like, oh no, this isn't just average. Yeah, this isn't something everybody's doing. Yeah, um, I guess social media allows more people to do that. Yeah, I think that's the that's one of the pros of social media. Mm. There are many cons, but one of the pros is that you can just share mm. things now. It's never been more possible to share. Always just connected to the world. Right. Um, and anyone can see it. The kids growing up in this generation, the creatives growing up in this generation, have got it so much easier than we had it. Why? So much easier. Why? In terms of how they were able to share. Yeah, plainly because of the internet and social mm. media. Absolutely. Um, I'm thinking, how was we sharing before? We were spitting in the park. Absolutely, it's face to face. Yeah, you know? we were freestyling in the park. All in person, <laughs> yeah. and the, the the most you had was, I wouldn't even say voice notes. Like, nah, we were burning CDs. Yeah, it's true. If you hadn't, if you didn't, only, only. I'm, reco the, I'm recording on cassette tape. Yeah, 
getting close to that shit for real it was pirate radio station and if you could afford to go studio back then studio was a big thing you know what I remember the first time I used the recording studio Mm. I still remember it Mm. excuse me and it was and the, it's, the mixing vessels oh man yeah analog yeah just bare channels as far as the eye could see and the bigger the desk the better the studio you know the ones um it was it was this studio in peckham it was it was amazing like everything that everything that i'd ever seen on tv when i'd watched you know dramas or films with recording studios featured in them Everything was just in the studio, the booth, like mm. the mic, all the padding. Mm. It just looks so legit. Mm. And um, it was in Peckham. And um, and I recorded this tune. And I got it on tape, got it on TDK. And for, I reckon, maybe six months, that was all I played. That was my only tune. Yeah. That was the only thing I'd ever recorded in a, in a, in a professional studio. And... Um, yeah, that that that's like people like my brethrens would be like, put on your tape, put on your tune. Yeah. When there were like people from other manners in the youth club yeah, or in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. put your rhythm on, put your rhythm on. It was sick. It was literally like having a song in the charts. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because that was my little microcosm. Mm. You get me? And everyone knew who, and what I did. Proud. Yeah, that's that exactly. People were proud of me. You know, they would tell other manners about me. I was the you know, I was their favorite MC in our manner, so they were promoting me in there. And I see the way that. The kids do it now and it's sick. Like for me, the, the new MCs that are coming up, I was talking to P Money about this a couple of days ago. I love the fact that when you see a big MC come up now, they're massive in their ends yeah. first. Mm. They don't just get shunted into the limelight and no one has any knowledge or respect for what they've done before mm. around them. You get me? Right. Um, the day of the entourage is back. You get me? Yeah. Like for real. they're all there, right? Like they're day ones, isn't it? Yeah. They want to be on mm. the block with the, that's it. showing the postcard. That's it. Absolutely. Everything is about your hood now and it's great. And it, and, and you know, what, what another beautiful thing about it is that even though that's the case, I d- maybe I'm out of it, but the postcode war doesn't seem to be as, doesn't seem to be raging as much as it was. Or maybe like I said, I'm because I'm a lot older now. Maybe I just don't see it enough. But you don't really hear that much no. anymore, especially here, when it's about postcodes. You're hearing about it from where, from from the news or from people. Just on social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't really. really I, I really. Yeah, it's it's been years since there was a uh, an epidemic. Right. Maybe like Birmingham or something like that. Maybe it's moved. Yeah. Maybe it's still going on. And maybe, maybe the media is just concentrating on other shit. This is the thing. Yeah. The media have an agenda. Right. Maybe it is still going on under our noses. But So tell me something. How did, you, how did you feel, if anything, when Trump became the president? Dismayed. Um, surprised. Shocked. Um, gradually, I became less and less shocked because I was watching it from about two in the morning up until about six. Mm-hmm. So I knew by the time I went to bed... I knew that it was a very, very strong chance that he was going to become the next president. Uh, went to bed with a glimmer of hope because they said, you know, it's not over yet, but we do expect Hillary Clinton to come out and make her concession speech. Mm. Um, and that's when I, I thought, they're saying that. <laughs> if they're ringing your death knell now, then it's a pretty much yeah, foregone conclusion. Don't have the kind of surprises yeah. to turn, don't turn them around like that. Um, 
but yeah, I woke up and I felt I felt worse than I did when I woke up to find that we'd exited the EU. Right. Yeah. I felt oh, worse. Really? I, I, don't, I don't even know why. I mean, America's a huge influence it on, is. on us. What's it? When, when America gets a cold, the whole world sneezes. Yeah. And it's true. Mm. I read a book recently called Why Does the World Hate America? <laughs> Why Do People Hate America? And um, it's like an investigative, investigative journalism book into the events um, leading up to, including and after um, 9-11. Mm. And just that, that it's, the, t- the title's actually based on something a woman said uh, just after the you know, Twin Towers um, got destroyed. Like she came, I think she emerged from like the rubble and the ash. And uh, there was, a, you know, there was a film camera kind of uh, shooting and, and she just went, why do people hate us? So wow. That's all she said. Why do people hate us? So the title, I think, stems from th- like that phrase. And, um, you know, obviously it's it's investigative and it does... I wouldn't say it's, sitting on the fence is maybe a bit too... That would make it seem a bit lackadaisical, but it does just kind of present facts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously some of the language used is... Um, it's, it's, well, it's true, you know, they describe America as this monolithic mm. kind of mm. empire that really doesn't respect or care for anyone's opinion on yeah, yeah, totally on anything, it. basically, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> even America's an ignorant old person. <laughs> basically, yeah, that's how that's how they that's how, because they're only the, it, the, the way the book is written. It's reflecting the uh, the general consensus, mm. I'd say, mm. um, because you know it's not just people on the ground. It's not just citizens of countries that um, think this. It's you know it's politicians. It's major politicians. Some of the uh, you know when 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 countries lock horns, it's usually with with America. America's mm. usually involved in some way. Mm. Um, you know, assassination plots, coups, and stuff, usually kind of spearheaded by America. Mm. It's, there's a there's a there's a section of the book that um, lists all of the military engagements that America has done since like 1770 something, mm. and it literally it's like five pages of of the book, both sides. It's yeah. mad. It's just a list. It doesn't even describe them. It's just the list, but it's long, mm. and um, and it yeah, it just includes invasions and. And you know, known um, involvement that America's had in, in in military conflicts overseas and stuff, and it really does illustrate the like you know show that not only that people really kind of are uh, really kind of feel this um, contempt for the sort of um, American mindset, if you like the, the the you know the quintessential or or even stereotypical. Uh, American mindset but it also shows the impact that America's had on the world just like you know just illustrating it by showing you how many McDonald's there are in places where there is literally nothing else there is no there are no other forms of modern civilization but there'll be a McDonald's in the jungle and stuff like that do you know what I mean and um so to that degree you know I, I it, it really um sort of confirmed some of my suspicions that you know America just has this grip on on the rest of the world, right. and um, and I, yeah, I did I did feel it when Trump became president uh, or got elected president, and um, and yeah, like I said, I felt it a bit more than Brexit. Mm. I, I, yeah, I just feel that the ramifications are going to be 
so widespread, so much more than uh, Brexit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's out there with him becoming president. I mean, I slept like a baby, to be honest, I ain't gonna lie. Um, just because I just don't, maybe I should, but I just don't care that much about white people doing crazy white people shit. <laughs> you desensitised to it. I am. I am. And I think that's, I, I, over time, my focus has been a lot more on... <sighs> you see this, like, hashtag black girl magic? Yeah. And things like that. That is where I like to put all of my focus and energy. Yeah. Happy black kids, or yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, it's definitely just, it's, possible it's to draining. live. It's draining. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's definitely possible to immerse yourself completely in uh, like a, a mindset or a, a microcosm. Yes. And just be complete. Just try and maintain this obliviousness, if that's even a word, to to everything, all the bullshit, like you said. Right. That's, that's going on. This is it. It might be where I'm at right now. My body perhaps is preparing for children. Calm down. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Maybe that's a thing. I don't know, but I definitely uh, do. You, uh, do you? Uh, is that something that you want to do? Like, me like mentally? Do you, um, you want to be a mother? It's definitely, but I, I feel like a mother is not necessarily as, as somebody, somebody that's biologically. It's not necessarily about DNA. It's about. Uh, it's 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 about the role that you play in somebody's life, yeah. Um, and that's what I'm most concerned about. That's what I'm concerned about in the, in the people that are around me, the roles they play in my life, and and uh, vice versa. I don't need you to be. I don't need to be. I don't need you to be technical. Yeah. I need it to be expansive. Right. And loving. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that's a bit more. What about you? Um. Do you have, do you, do you, I don't have any children that I know about. <laughs> Um, I've, I've, I've had two, if I, I'll be brutally candid, I've, I've got two separate women pregnant, but they mm. got rid of the child. Okay. Um, and I didn't like it. I was going to say, cause you said they got rid of the child. Yeah. Both of them. Wait, wait. Got rid of the set. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there a, what, what was that? What's that conversation like? Tough. Yeah. Um, the first one, like, I definitely wasn't financially ready for a, for a kid. Mm. Um, but I thought, what, like, it can't be that hard to get a decent enough job mm -hmm. to rear a child. Right, you're willing to... Yeah, exactly. This is the thing. I was willing, mm. but I don't know if it was a mixture of her not believing me plus her not being willing or what, mm. but she was just like, no, I'm, I am... Gonna get rid of it. I made. I wrote a song about it. It's on the. Um, it's on my album actually. Um, and the thing is, I am definitely pro-choice, mm. like one hundred percent. But at the same time, it. I don't. It's it's a it's a mad one because I'm pro-choice, mm. but I'll always feel some. I do definitely feel an element of resentment right. towards both women right. an element I don't hate them right. but because of that mm. I do feel an element of resentment I think that's understandable you know um, so yeah the second one it had to be um, the second one was she she was about to get married actually right yeah so that was a bit of a yeah 
complicated situation. Mm. Um, so I, I don't, I don't feel the same sort of resentment. But I do. That's there. That's like a for me. That's a, still a, it's still a stain on our on our like a uh, relationship. Right. You, you know? You're still in contact with. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're friends now. Mm. Um. I mean, you gotta be friends for life. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. Inextricably linked now, you know. Mm. Yeah. So that that you know, like like I said, I am. You know, it's your body. You know, you mm. you. But you know. There is, I suppose, you've just got to kind of accept that right. it's not necessarily going to be exactly the same mm. again. You know. Mm. What yeah. do you mean? As in your relationship with the with okay. the person. Yeah. With whom, you, you know, whether you stay together or not. It's whether you stay together or not. But then you know, because the, it, like I said, that depends on the on the choices of the two separate people. Because the man might be like, yeah, get rid of it. Yeah. You know, and the woman might not want to, mm. but then feel she has to because of the pressure from the man. Mm. There's there are so many different combinations, mm. but I think the only one where it's going to be like, um, where you can where it's more likely to be sort of forgotten about, if you like, mm. is when both of them are just like, well, we're not ready for this. There's just and it's completely unanimous instantly. Right. You know, I think that's the only one where they're going to be a bit like few yeah. rather than anything. But in any other situation, one of them is always going to want to keep the baby. Right. You know? So, uh, children in your future? Yes. Yes. One, two, village. Um, I want to adopt. Yes. I um, I believe in kind of, um, I don't know, how to, how to put it, like a... And, and just being economical, if you like. There are kids out there, you know, that need a father or mother need you know mental and need guidance need support you know need education mm. um and at the, the the rate at which the world population is growing mm. like i think that and i don't at, at all um denigrate bringing new life into the world mm. but i think the responsibility should be on some people to just adopt yeah. And take care of the, the ones that already exist. Mm. You know, you they could that why you could you could bring up the next prime minister even yeah. if you adopt. Right. You know, you could bring up the next president of your country. You could bring up the next person who cures cancer. Right. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't ne- you might not be able to have kids. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, but then you know there is you know IVF and stuff. But obviously yes. you have to be able to have kids to to. To I don't, wait, what is the reason for is is IVF like a is there is there a sort of would is it always it would be for women that um, find it hard to have kids wouldn't mm. it not necessarily it wouldn't be a problem with the man would it production of eggs or if it's low count of course yeah because yes. you implant in vitro yeah. fertilization yes. right yeah so you implant yeah. the eggs right of course yeah it would be production of eggs and stuff yeah. yeah oh these things we think about man mm-hmm. god damn mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? Naturally, my glass is low on ting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I've run out of apple juice. Okay. I'm going to line you up. But you know what? I think... Thank you very much for coming and, and, and amusing and eating with me. No, thank you. Us. Thank you, seriously. Thank you both. You're very welcome. Uh, that is the work brunch. Boom. <laughs>